G'day Swabbers, this is me Georgie Carroll and you are listening to season three of The Swab. I am so excited about the episode we have today. If you remember Nurse Penny episode, this is a similar ilk. Uh, if you want tension in your podcast, this is the one. We are talking to another hospice nurse today. We'll get round to who that is shortly and if you like things on TikTok and Insta, you'll definitely know her. She's got a massive following. Where's Georgie in the world at the minute? Georgie is on a regional tour of Western Australia. If you're not from Australia, if you're from England, if you're from America, you just have a look at a map and you just see quite how bad that is. We're driving six or seven hours a day and I am sick as a dog, but I'm a battler. Do you remember the days before COVID when you just carried on working? You didn't worry about how sick you were you just went to work and you're a battler so that's kind of what i'm doing because i have no option because i don't want to be stranded alone in wa i have a great tour it's called the multicultural gala i love the tour what it is is comics from all around the world who've settled in australia telling their stories i love the tour i hate the name of the tour sounds like you're going to be learning rather than laughing when really if you've got an ethiopian a somalian a sri lankan and a war. Who else have we got? Just, yeah, the banter's insane. I am the token white bird. So I am, um, for some in the audience, I think I'm a bit of a sorbet <laughs> to, to settle the white guilt occasionally because you listen to some of the stories, incredibly funny, but also got a lot of heart to them. So we're all in a van together and the thing I'm battling with is they can all say things that I can't say, but I'm aware enough, I have enough insight to know I can't. And at the moment, they're trying to call the tour Georgie Carroll and her ethnics, which they think is amazing. But as we know, there's things that you can say in a van that you're definitely not saying on stage. I'd be cancelled before you know it. Our nurse today is, a, if you're waiting for the, the drum roll, it's hospice nurse Julie. So yet again, we're going to be making me very uncomfortable talking about dying with hospice nurse julie what better way to relax ah oh, see you after the break okay so for today's interviewee today's guest i'm so excited to speak to her. i've been following on tiktok for quite a while now Admissions. hospice nurse julie this is somebody who was an intensive care nurse who they're mainly responsible for keeping people alive as inhumanely possible for as long as possible. And then she flipped and went to letting them die, well, not letting them, helping them die well somewhere else. So I see you turned hospice. Welcome to the swab. Hospice Nurse Julie. Hello. I love, that's my favorite intro yet, I think. You said it perfect. <laughs> you said it perfect. <laughs> I know. I left ICU for exactly the same reasons. It went on forever, some of the times that you kept people going. Yep. And so we've had, uh, do you also know hospice nurse Penny? Yes, yeah, she's like my bestie. We met on TikTok too, and we are no way. real friends. We've met each other in real life. She's coming to see me again in April. We are friends. That's so cool. I love her. Yes, well, we've had her on before, and anyone who's been listening to the podcast, it was a few episodes ago, 
knows that I'm absolutely... I mean, we could start a civil war over this. Uh, hospice nurse <laughs> Julie is trying to normalise death and not make it taboo, whereas I would wish we would never, ever talk about it. I don't believe in it. I mean, there's lots of real things I don't believe in. I don't believe in whales. Uh, I'm in <laughs> Albany at the minute. I'm in Albany on the coast of WA and the <gasps> troop. I'm with a crew of comics and they've gone off to whale watch. I refuse to go again. Every time I whale watch, they're never there. And oh I also God. think that with death. So, um, yes, but you're doing the devil's work and normalising it. <laughs> Oh my God, you're cracking me up. <laughs> I love it. God, thank you. Someone saying I'm doing the devil's work. That's all I want to hear. Because usually I hear things like, you're such an angel. And I know that should be something that I like to hear, but I'm like, oh God. No. Have you yeah. any idea how uncomfortable you make people at dinner parties talking about <laughs> death all the time? You know what? I do have an idea because they show me on their face. <laughs> I mean, you were called to it some way, and I can tell from your feed you're not religious, although you do talk about lights drawing people in. This is the kind of thing that I think is nonsense, but you've been there. You've I don't think you've seen the light yet, have you? I haven't seen the light. I feel like I've felt the light. I feel like I've felt the light. Hence why I do not fear death. I don't fear death anymore. All right, you've felt the light, okay? She's beginning to sound like a loony. Well, how, does this, how does this work? Julie, how Girl, do you, I don't know. How do you feel the light? You were next to it. What happened? So Could I, it have just been a light? So I can't. So it's hard to describe unless it happens to you. I will say that. Uh, and it's just this overwhelming feeling of overwhelming in the sense of like truly words of this world could not describe. Right. This feeling of love and warmth and like the best feeling of home like how home feels i can feel cozy and warm and just like the best most comforting place like it soup. feels like that right that that's mm -hmm. good and vague i can't even imagine is there a film is there a, is there a clip <laughs> in a film that has you're like, Ooh. that's what it's like. Because people are always walking towards lights in films. Is there a clip in a film? Um, picture like any film that you have kind of welled up in, right? Welled up in a good way where you're like, oh, that's so that's so tender and sweet, right? And your heart warms up and oh, your eyes yes. kind of well up. And then you hear that nice music that they put in the film to make it even better. I can't think of like an actual scene, but picture any scene that can make you feel like that. It's like that. But way, I, well, way, I do way that better. I do that a lot at adverts. What's adverts? So, you know, like at commercials. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's a chocolate commercial that I cry at every time where a little <laughs> child pays for chocolate with a unicorn for its mother. And I there just burst go. into tears. I'm like, what is wrong with me? Why do you get invited to the light if you're not dead? What happened? I Well, okay. So, one, I feel like just... Just a side note, just growing up, I feel like I was a little bit of a seeker. I was like that five-year-old girl who was like, Mom, where do we go when we die? Like, why are we here? Like asking <laughs> existential questions as like a five-year-old. So imagine me now almost 40. I've had a long mm. life of like asking myself these questions. But I will say I have shared a story. Um, I, shared a, I always share the story where uh, I didn't know it was called this, but since I've shared the story, people have told me it's called a shared death experience where I was in my car and I was like saying goodbye to a patient who I knew was dying in this house that I had just left because I had just seen him. I knew he was actually oh, yeah. dying. I do that too. 
Yes. And we had a continuous care nurse in there. So he had a 24 hour care nurse with him already. And I was the RN case manager, kind of just managing the case. And I knew this guy very well just because he was my patient for a long time. And he was one of my favorite, favorite patients. He still is. Uh, so I was saying goodbye to him in my car. I was happy for him. Like I wasn't boo-hooing in my car that he was dying. I was, you know, I felt like he had a really good life and whatever. So I was just saying my goodbyes. Nothing mm. special. And suddenly, really suddenly, I just heard his voice in my head. Now you're really going to think I'm crazy. I heard his voice in my head and he was talking to me and making me feel, and I was also feeling something. I didn't know what I was feeling, but what I was feeling was like elation and kind of like soaring. And his voice was going, oh my God, Julie. Like he was, he was like excited. Oh my God, Julie. Oh my God, Julie. I can't believe it's like this. If I would have known, if I would have known. And he was making me feel like this overwhelming feeling of joy and freedom and like ex exhilaration. And I was like instantly tears, like your chocolate commercial. Instant, yeah. like sobbing, like weeping because it was so beautiful. And, uh, that lasted for about 30 seconds. I was kind of like shell shocked in my car. Like what the hell was that? And yeah. then I got a text message from the nurse inside and she said, so-and-so just died. And I was like, I know. Cause I, I didn't say this to her obviously, but I was thinking in my head, yeah. like, I know. Cause I feel like he just showed me some weird shit. And, um, so that was one instance where I feel like I saw the light. Just through the feeling of it, like through the and feeling. Anyone else who has had a share, like, is it a thing? Because I've never heard of it. This well, I have thing. never heard of it either. I didn't know it was a thing. I didn't tell anybody about that for a very, very long time. That happened years ago, except for my best friend. I just talked to her today about it. I called, I think, her that day being like, dude, I think something weird just happened to me. And I just tried to explain to her what happened because it's never happened to me before or since. But then I shared it on social media years later, um, and people wrote in saying that's called a shared death experience. It actually uh, makes me all, I'm not going to die. Let's remember this. I live forever. <laughs> um, but if it ends like that, I'm not going to be miserable about it. I don't know. Whenever, right. whenever people have, so obviously I think you will believe in ghosts as well. I mean, this is my thought. Yeah. I mean, I guess yes. And it's not like a hill I would die on. Like if someone really wanted to argue with me that there wasn't ghosts, I'd be like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like I haven't seen ghosts, thank God, because I think they know that I couldn't handle that. See, that's me and the light. So like, the, or the visions or those kinds of things. I'm like, I've not had it. Doesn't mean I'm perhaps just don't have that option in my brain to do it. But every time I hear a ghost story, I can find a way to explain it you know like when you go oh yeah and the call bell kept going off in room three at the same time yeah. as that woman died every night i'm like you're not calling yeah. ghostbusters you're calling maintenance you're not like it's <laughs> yeah. it's not a thing it's um so you're completely well adjusted to dying you don't even think about the people you leave behind when you're dying like that's my thing have you got have so... you got kids have you got kids because no. for me I don't have kids. You don't? I don't have kids. So, All right. Because that, that helps. Yeah. But here's the thing. I'm not completely well adjusted. Like I always say, Good. if I get diagnosed with something terminal tomorrow, I would have like all of the emotions that anyone would have. Anger, sadness. I would have moments of fear. I'd go through all of the human emotions. 
you know, but it would come and go. And I think I'd be probably less than a lot of people. Well, we but I chat- still have it. There was five comics. So the for the Australians around, there's, uh, there's Dilruk Jaisinger, Ivana Aristogueta, Joe White, Tinglim, and myself traveling around Western Australia in a Tarago at the minute. And yesterday I was asking them about how they wanted to die. And no one wants to get eaten by another animal. That would seem, I can't imagine oh. that happens often in a hospice. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but all of us wanted it to happen very quickly. We're like, I want a big car crash. I don't want to really? live. Yeah, everyone was just like, I know that's harder on the people around me, but I just want it to, like, I don't want to have that bit where you have to think about it. So. Oh, I do. You, you want to. What a weirdo. What a weirdo. Now I think about, yeah, I kind of, I think it's like a, Priv- uh, I don't know if privilege is the right word, but to be able to know and prepare, maybe I'm a control freak. There you go. Maybe. I'm and we were talking about the bit. right time to linger as well. So we were saying, if yeah. you are going to linger, if you are going to have time to adjust, nobody wanted three weeks. No one wanted diagnosis to death to be three weeks. That's not enough time. That's not just enough pan- time. Nope. Not enough time. If we have to linger, we're doing six months. Yes, <laughs> I get it. There you go. I like that. I like there you that. Go. Yeah, yeah. Weeks is a little. Weeks is a little like strange. It's too much. Feeling. That's just you know? because that's yeah. just your wife or your husband and your parents panicking the whole time. Yes, six yes. months. You get to do a little bit of your bucket list. Um, Magic. I absolutely adore that you and Nurse Penny are friends, and that and that you two just sit around together and talk about dead things. Um, this is just. <laughs> She's we really do my... tell. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> I bet you do. Uh, you two should have a podcast together. That would be insane. We are thinking about it. We're thinking about it. We're thinking. It's in the works-ish. Mm-hmm. I'll listen if I'm on palliative care. That's when I'll listen. Okay. Uh, because it would... You'll be yeah. our first guest. I don't need to think Just about kidding, it more. No, um, no, you don't. You don't. No, this is so cool. All right. So are you happy, Julie, to stay with us after the break to play some... We, we pit nurses against each other from around the world, from different uh, professions of nursing, and uh, we, I test them in every way to see who is the ultimate Let's do nurse. It. Let's do it. Okay. We'll see you after the break. Let's do it. Welcome back. We've got Julie full title hospice nurse julie she's got one million followers on tiktok she has one and a half thousand on um insta so she's pretty fucking famous and uh, <laughs> do give her a like and a follow and um obviously nurse penny as well if you're into that kind of dark shit testing so julie all right. So what happens is we have um, one question is an open question. So that's for the for the listener to decide which profession they think is the most wonderful, most grounded, most who they'd want in a crisis. So what we call it is the night shift question. This is, do you still do night shifts? No, thank God. You, you did though. You did though, didn't I you? I did though. Oh yes, oh yes, yes, I did many years of night shift. Yes. And the key ingredient to getting through a night shift is not the skill set of the other staff you're working with or even their attitude, it's the conversations. So um, here is your night shift question. Um, So it's four o'clock in the morning. Um, All right, so the question is, what is your spirit animal? Um, Oh, ladybug, ladybug. This is bizarre. 
All right then. You want to you want to crawl all over people's hands. What what is it you like about Ladybug? <laughs> you know, you, you don't even want to hear this story cuz you don't cuz you're going to think I'm crazy. You're going to think I'm crazy. I no cuz no, no because I, I, can I guess what you're going to say? The Ladybug is a dead person. <laughs> no. No, all right. Okay. All right. <laughs> but it's close. Okay, but I'll I'll try to I'll try to make it quick. So a long time ago, I was really into meditation. I did this meditation thing that I was really annoyed at. So it was a 45-minute long, annoying meditation. That's all meditation. Like, yeah. Nah, exactly. Exactly. Mm. In this meditation, you're meeting your higher self. In my, I'm asking my higher self questions. And one of the questions was, what's your favorite insect? And my higher self, in quotation marks, said, ladybug. And myself was like, oh, please, ladybug. That's the only, you only said ladybugs. That's the only insect you could even think about. Mm. Okay, so that's where that that's where that came from, right? And then the next day, I was meditating by myself on the beach, not thinking anything about that meditation. But then I remembered while I was meditating that I was supposed to try to meet my higher self again. So I basically sarcastically in my head laughed at that and thought, oh, okay, well, I'm meditating again. Hi, higher self. Like... What do you have to say to me today? Kind of sarcastically. Because I am like you a little bit in the sense of like, this is pure shit. You know, this isn't real. And next thing you know, and I, and I have pictures to prove this. I was getting hit by ladybugs on the beach. Ladybugs were hitting me. Hit me in the head. Hit me on my clothes. I looked down. Multiple ladybugs crawling on my arms. Yeah. And I was on the beach. Oh my God. So, ladybug. I don't know what the hell that means, but isn't that crazy? I don't know. I but your sentence, you your sentence, I was talking to my higher self. That was like, tell me you're from California without telling me you're from California. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd like it. I, I knew loved you'd it. like it. I loved it. <laughs> Mine's lorikeet. Would you know what a lorikeet is? No. They're like, they're very, they like, they look like little parrots and they, they hang around in teams. Like you never see one on its own. There's always a fuck ton of them. And then <laughs> I like them because they're colorful. They very rarely get eaten. I've never seen one get eaten by a cat, right? They just, and then they only live in nice bits of the world. And then when one of them says, because my most annoying thing about being a grown-up woman is trying to make arrangements with friends. So you say a day and then everyone goes, oh, I can't make it now. Whereas Laurie Keats, one of them fucks off to another tree and then they all fuck off to another tree. Like that is, that is my thing. A lorikeet. I was going to say a bird when you said, do you know what that is? I was like, And we got the higher yeah. self, so that's great. All right, so um, great night shift conversation. Next we play the alphabet game. All right, Nurse Julie playing for California. Uh, your letter. So if you don't know what the game is, Julie, what it is going to be is I call out uh, categories, uh, medical speciality or vaccination, that kind of thing. And you tell me something medical that begins with that letter. Your letter. Oh, my letter. God. I'm going to suck at this. Well, I'm going to be the worst. Well, Barefoot okay. Nurse so far. Barefoot Nurse is the worst. That is a lovely bloke who um, he only got seven. What you've got is a minute to get as many answers as you can. All you need to be is Nurse Penny. Okay, fine. So that's all you've got to do. <laughs> I'm so, not going to beat her. She's smart as hell. Well, she only got one more than Barefoot Nurse. So, all right, fine, fine, fine. All right. We don't expect you to be good under pressure Wait, so if you are a hospice can you, can you say it again? Can you say it, can you say it again? Can I say the it rules? again? The rules. You have a minute. I, it's in, I give you a letter of the alphabet. And your letter is going to be C. C for California, okay. C for coffin, C for cremation. 
Go right, on. so you've got C, and I will mention categories. You are against the clock, and you've got to get as many as you can. You can pass as well, and we'll come back to it at the end if we've still got time. Okay. Julie, your time starts now. Name a medication. <laughs> Cardizan. Okay, name one part of the body. Calf. One part of the body? Calf. Oh, calf. Calf, right? <laughs> yeah, yes. Oh, calf. calf. Um, medical speciality. Cardiac. Um, vaccination. Pass. Oh, uh, something you would wear oh, to work. Oh, 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 no. Go on. You can... um, um, cardigan. <laughs> um, piece of hospital equipment. Cart. Um, night shift snack. Cookie. <laughs> Infection. Pass. What? Um, antibiotic. Pass. Uh, street drug. Cocaine. <laughs> um, <laughs> bodily fluid. Is it done? Oh, um, I don't know. Pass, yeah. Okay, restrictive diet. <laughs> I suck. I don't know. <laughs> Beep. Cardiac diet. Cardiac diet. Oh, my God. Uh, go on, I'll go back to vaccination beginning with C. If you don't get this, you've not been alive for the last... You're actually dead. COVID. Thank you. Right, <laughs> you can go everywhere. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh my God, and COVID pushed you just across the line. You got one more than Nurse Penny. You're officially better than her. Um, so you've got nine. <laughs> you guys are cheap. Let's have a look at let's have a look at what you missed. Piece of hospital equipment, you said cart. Um antibiotic, Cipro, Kefalaxid, any of them. Oh my god, like, of course. Like they yes. all begin with C. Um they all... <laughs> Bodily, well, like dirt. bodily fluid. I didn't know if this really was one or not, but com. Um, I just went with that one. Oh, I kept thinking cough the whole time. <laughs> and then restrictive fluid was uh, restrictive diet was clear fluid. That is amazing. Oh, duh. Of course. Thank you so much for being on the swab today. I um, can't wait to hear you and Penny's podcast and follow nurse hospice yeah. uh, nurse Julie on TikTok on Insta on Facebook and where else can we see you? YouTube's the last one. I'm across the board, Hospice Nurse Julie. If you see her outside of those networks, you're probably dying. Um, <laughs> so yes, this is amazing. Thank you so much. What a great set of stories today. Hopefully I make it to California one day and I'll come over and we can find our higher selves together. Yes, girl. Thank you so much for being on the swab. Uh, thank you, Hospice Nurse Julie. Well, I don't know about you, but I loved that podcast. Um, what a great chatter she is. Do follow her, uh, Hospice Nurse Julie, on her socials. That's Hospice Nurse Julie on TikTok and Insta. As you can see, I've been pushing through with quite the throat today. So this is me, as I've said, on tour with a van full of comics who um, believe everything I tell them. So I've told them that you can't catch what I've got. And they're like, oh, fine because otherwise they'll dump me in a regional town to quarantine for two weeks. I have some antibiotics to go and take now. I need to take them with food, which is fortunate, because whenever I'd have to take them on an empty stomach, I really don't know where to fit them in a day. Um, 
This is uh, rounding up. We're very nearly at the end of season three now. If you have anything you want to comment on or any stories you want to give us or anybody that you think would be a perfect guest on The Swab, please visit our Facebook page, The Swab, or find me wherever you can find me. Insta, um, Facey, all of the things, and let me know. If you've done that already and I've not responded, feel free to press me again. I'm not very organised. Okay, hope you're all sane, hope you're all safe, and uh, stay safe, stay sane, stay tuned to the swap. Ample. Hee hee. Everything on? Yeah, that's on. Don't have to have